Hey, the crazy ones, the misfits, rebels, troublemakers, round packs and square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as a crazy ones, we see genius. Welcome to the Three Show, hosted by Samandarov Shanov. Please briefly introduce yourself to our audience and then we move on. Yeah, happy to. So my name is Christine Kim. I am the co-founder and CEO of Village. Uh, prior to, uh, you know, building Village, I have a pretty extensive career in real estate. I was part of a REIT as an investor in the Bay Area. Uh, prior to that, I helped build Hudson Yards in New York with related companies. And prior to that, I was um, on Wall Street as an investment banker at Bank of America and their leveraged finance origination group. So that's a little bit of my background. The second half of Village is actually my co-founder and chief technology officer, Dave Meyer. He is a third time founder. He's wow. uh, built and sold a company called E-Neighborhoods and he um, was kind of the first guru into map tech even before google maps was a thing um he also built mm. remax's national listing platform so remax is a leading brokerage in the united states and he built their entire listing platform as they started wow. to move online yeah and then um probably the most familiar that people um familiarity that people have is uh, Dave actually built, scaled, and exited freecreditreport.com. So uh, that's a pretty well-known <laughs> platform. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'd share that. Um, now he's uh, working on Village with me. So he's been a fantastic partner. Um, and the reason why our execution is uh, quite awesome and, and fast. Wow, that's great. So uh, serial entrepreneurs are building the Village, basically, right? Yes, yes. So um, we've got a fantastic team here. Um, we've also got some advisors on board as well. I'm happy to briefly mention we've got Andrea Jang, who is currently the chief operating officer at Ackman Ziff, which mm -hmm. is a uh, capital markets uh, commercial real estate firm in New York. She, you know, prior to Ackman Ziff, she was a former venture capitalist. She uh, was the head of growth um, for U.S. operations for JLL Spark, which mm -hmm. is JLL's venture arm. And then our second advisor is Michaela Solar March, and she is currently the chief marketing officer at Tishman Spire. Tishman Spire is a very, very big developer worldwide um, in yeah. the real estate world. And she, previous to her role at Tishman, she was the head of marketing efforts um, and membership at Soho House. So she really understands kind of the community aspect and membership, membership building, um, which is pretty integral to Village. So those are also our two advisors who are also on board with our team. Wow, you build an awesome team. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <yes. laughs> 
Awesome. Are, are they committed full time or how's that? Oh, so they are advisors. Um, so they have a bit of equity and they um, provide guidance and kind of um, advice around how we should, you know, go to market, who we should talk to. So they are advisors. They're not full time team members. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you're um, now you have the co-founder and you uh, the committed full time, right? Here. That's right. Yep. That's right. All right. Great. So, yeah, I know that uh, in certain teams, CTOs are uh, part-time members. <laughs> yes. No, we're both full-time. Awesome. That's great. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, so the value proposition for me is uh, quite appealing, finding where you belong. So, and uh, why you do what you do? Like, what's your... Uh, vision for better future. So what made you to work on this project? Since- yeah, so let me um, give you an introduction to Village, um, a little bit more formal one. So Village mm-hmm. in, in six words is the first social networking real estate platform. Uh, we're really building for the Gen Z and millennial community, actually really focused on kind of the first um, couple of properties that someone rents out. Um, and so Our goal is that, so the problem that we're really fixing is that residential real estate traditionally targets older generations and is actually really not consumer friendly. Um, A lot of the platforms, I mean, all of the platforms really fail to meet the needs of the younger generation who tend to move more frequently and tend to be part of multiple communities. And so we've seen a shifting demographics um, and evolving workplace norms that have significantly altered housing decisions of young adults today. And so as we become more mobile, as we become more curious about different places to live, um, there needs to be a platform that really accommodates to providing that kind of information, providing those communities, and also providing um, a marketplace for where they can find those homes in the in the right neighborhoods and right communities for them. And so Village's value proposition is really that it's social and that it's all in one. Um, it, is a, it is the only uh, vertically integrated uh, real estate platform where it really takes the full life cycle of someone you know, from finding a property, finding a neighborhood, finding a property, and integrating them into a community. So, so that's what we're what we're trying to do here. Awesome. So, uh, what's your sort of the the maybe I will ask this way. What was your personal story that led you uh, to work on this project, or that helped you to evolve this concept idea? So, what was that process? Yeah. That's a great question. So actually, um, the whole the origin story of Village, it really comes from my personal experience. So I was, a, as I had told you, I built skyscrapers in New York and I started my career on Wall Street. Um, and so I only knew really New York. <laughs> I had no idea um, you know, what to do or where to live in San Francisco. So um, when a you know, job opportunity brought me out to San Francisco, I had to figure out where to live. And mm. so I, but I didn't really know who to ask because I had only one friend in San Francisco. All of my, my entire network was in New York. And then two, um, 
it's really hard to like get a nuance or a feel of a neighborhood. Um, no matter, like you have to pull up a Google Maps, you've got to pull up like maybe like Yelp, some bloggers, um, you know, you'll pull up Zillow, you'll have to pull up Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, you have to pull up like 20 different tabs on Google search to really figure out like, okay, what is going on in San Francisco and where do I live, right? Um, mm. So, you know, Long story short, I was going to live in a place called the Tenderloin. Um, there's nothing really wrong with the Tenderloin in San Francisco, um, but it isn't probably the first area where someone new should live in San Francisco because it is where there are a lot of homeless people, unfortunately, and it can get a little bit, um, it, it can feel a little unsafe sometimes, um, especially during the evenings. And so before I could pull the trigger on a rental property for a year long lease, my one friend in San Francisco stopped me before I could. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was like, thank you. My goodness. You know, now having lived in San Francisco for two years, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really glad she, she told me not to um, rent there as a first timer. Um, So I ended up in a place called the inner Richmond in San Francisco. And that place is, you know, it's quite suburban, um, even though it's part of the city, it's right above the golden gate park, which is like central park. Uh, It's the equivalent of central park in New York for San Francisco. Um, But it wasn't really for me because as a former New Yorker, I love having, you know, being able to walk to coffee shops, go, you know, window shopping, walk around Mm. and, the inner Richmond was a place you could really access only by car. It wasn't really walkable. There wasn't much around. Um, It was safe, but it just was not uh, a good fit for me. And so stemming from that personal problem, right? Like there's no go-to platform where people can kind of understand neighborhoods, see who, who, what kind of people are living in those neighborhoods, understand like what kind of coffee shops or restaurants or retail shops are around in those neighborhoods without having to, again, um, pull up 20 different tabs to figure it out. Right. So village Mm -hmm. is solving for that problem. Village is the go-to all in one platform where you can figure out if there are enough coffee shops for you, where you can figure out if this is uh, a right community for you. And so that's what we're solving for. And and it really does stem from my personal experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, it's about the community intelligence, right? So where you are leveraging the community intelligence about what to do, where to buy, where to rent and stuff right, like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, the best way to describe our platform is like, we're really the intersection between Yelp meets Nextdoor meets Zillow. Um, That's the best way to describe what we are building. Um, But, you know, what what's great about what we're building is it really does kind of give you those insights that you don't necessarily get from the Internet currently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you mentioned it uh, next door, right? And also, I, I think there was a, some app called like Facebook Neighborhood or something like this. So where uh, it finds the local communities nearby, right? Yeah. So, uh, but uh, you're saying that uh, they are not complete uh, in a way that will be useful. Yes, that's right. I also don't think that they, you know, I think. Um, 
they're truly like a neighborhood network, but the way they've architected their platform doesn't allow for exploration or discovery. Um, you know, I think what those neighborhood networks primarily are used for are people posting about, you know, oh, a lot of civic, you know, safety related posts. So, oh, there was a burglary on this corner. Someone will post about that. Um, or, oh my goodness, did you hear that loud boom 30 seconds ago? So a lot of those <laughs> platforms have become sort of um, kind of a very like civic oriented platforms and not necessarily a place where you're celebrating like local spots and, um, you know, the neighborhood energy. It's not really capturing that. Um, and I think part of the reason it's it hasn't been able to is because of the way the platform has been architected. Like if you open up next door, it really does already look like a Facebook mobile app. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really facilitate the architecture of the actual platform doesn't facilitate, um, you know, really those kind of community interactions that I think it, it was meant to facilitate and it has really turned into more of a civic, <laughs> a civic platform. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I was wondering why Facebook didn't uh, solve this problem yet. <laughs> so it's quite interesting because they are, as they supposed to, because they uh, they have to work on the relevancy part, right? So where uh, Facebook should uh, adapt to my needs, personalize on my needs, and uh, tell me about my neighborhood and people around me. Right. And so. Yeah, and I think part of that is, again, like this whole idea of architecting and this, um, you know, what's really cool about Village is you can actually go into a neighborhood page. And I wish I could show you the demo here um, because I think it, I think it's sometimes it's really hard to explain exactly how things Yeah, sure. Work. You can uh, um, uh, share the screen if you want, but <laughs> our viewers will not be able to understand maybe. Yeah, um, maybe not for this specific round of podcasts, but I'm happy to, um, if there are any investors that want to reach out to me, feel free to. We have, we're, you know, we're raising our round right now and we have an MVP and a demo. So um, you know, long story short, I think um, what's really interesting is like the way Facebook is created, it's like your profile, right? And then you join groups or you post on your own kind of feed. Um, the way that's architected, yeah, you can sort of create a network per se, but there's no like way to understand like, oh, what's in your local spots, right? Like what you have to really integrate kind of a map view. You have to integrate um, kind of what all the things that Yelp offers. Um, and so I think Facebook maybe have tried to do a little bit of that through their marketplace and kind of all of their expansions. But the you know, when you're trying to solve for a problem with legacy technology, it's very difficult, right? Um, and so I think that's the trouble there. And I think that's the difficulty there for Facebook. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when people uh, like, um, when, like uh, when people start using the product frequently, as frequently as possible, then um, you can unlock the other uh, like a value. For example, let's say, as more people uh, interact uh, on the neighborhood, 
yeah. uh, with their neighborhood, they uh, they start uh, uh, making sort of uh, do-it-yourself sort of uh, ad hoc sort of uh, offers to one another, right? Yeah, so that's a great, that's actually a really good question. Um, so as a, so actually in Village, um, the more as a user you interact with our platform, it's a little bit gamified where you can actually upgrade your status. So you start out as a villager and then you can actually upgrade to being a counselor of a community, like a council member. And then you actually, in addition to that, it, depending on how much content you produce on our platform, you could become a mayor. And there are neighborhood related benefits, um, local spot related benefits to that. Um, so we do gamify our platform a little bit um, and we like to reward people who do participate and, you know, in the community as a community member. Um, so that is part of um, you know, our features and part of uh, our product. I would say though, what's really fascinating about our platform is we let you save local spots um, and curate like your own board um, of local spots that you love. So let's just say you joined mm -hmm. a neighborhood in the marina in San Francisco and mm -hmm. you like, these three coffee shops, these five restaurants, you go to this dry cleaner all the time, you can actually bookmark those spots on our app. And it comes up on your personal like board and what that board is, is essentially like a folder. And so um, I think that's a really unique take because then you can actually share that information with your friends and invite them to see, you know, what your favorite spots are, are in the marina as well. So there's a lot of that um, that's happening uh, on our app. And so that's kind of the, you know, when I said Yelp meets next door meets Zillow, that's kind of the Yelp part, but we don't do reviews because I think actually reviews can be harmful to local businesses, which is not what we want. Um, we want people in those neighborhoods to love on their local businesses. As we've seen during COVID, a lot of local businesses have, um, you know, dramatically lost their business. And so um, we allow for local businesses to also interact on our platform with their local repeat customers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, this ratings and ra rankings are so toxic thing sometimes. I think it's a, it's a bad for businesses. Uh, yeah, of course, it, uh, it used to uh, be sort of way to uh, assess uh, the quality Right. But what what happens the most of the time is that uh, like competitors start uh, you know down rating one another for example yeah. or they uh, they send them uh, some trolls right uh, comments on <laughs> some sort of stuff like this happens yeah and, absolutely uh, <clears throat> so yeah and to bring this uh, sort of uh, uh, good vibes to uh, the positive vibes to communities, I, I think it's a quite important. Here. Absolutely. Yeah. That is one of our core values of the company is um, really it's about community and not competition. Um, mm. And so community building is at the core of what we do at Village. Um, and, you know, as you mentioned, what's really interesting about platforms like Yelp, and I think that they previously have done a good job, but I think as competition uh, for, you know, local businesses have become 
uh, increasingly, you know, more competitive, especially with, uh, you know, DoorDash and online ordering, e-commerce, um, you know, people, as you mentioned, trolls or competitors have left bad reviews and those bad reviews could really tank a local business's, you know, revenues. And so, yeah. Um, we, we definitely are not a review site. We include local spots in our neighborhood exploration. So I want to make that really clear. And then two, um, I think what the, what our platform solves for, for a lot of local spots in these neighborhoods is that they get to engage with repeat local customers. I can't emphasize enough that one of the problems with a review site like Yelp is you can have these one-off bad reviews that tank your five-star review, right? Uh -huh. um, for us, we essentially allow businesses to interact with people who are literally going to the same coffee shop every single you know, five days a week. <laughs> um, mm. And these are the people that businesses want to cater to. It's their repeat customers. They want to know their names. They want to know what's going on in their life um, and really build that relationship. So that's our platform really facilitates that. Um, as well. And so I used to call Village a social networking real estate marketplace, but actually we're really a social networking real estate platform because all of these local spots do have, you know, brick and mortar locations. Um, mm -hmm. We, we don't really highlight e-com, we don't never highlight e-commerce businesses on our neighborhood exploration. It's literally businesses that have a brick and mortar location. And so it is more than just a marketplace. It's really a real estate platform for people like you and me to interact with the local spots and all of your favorite spots and join these neighborhoods and join communities, love on your local spots. And also in the process, um, you know, your first step might be to help you find your home. So it's really a social all-in-one platform. Um, and that's what Village has to offer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Basically, you are uh, helping the offline businesses to transition or online. <laughs> well, I mean, a uh, little bit, a little bit. Uh, I so, say. I mean, uh, in terms of, for example, even though even though uh, some businesses have their Facebook pages or Instagram pages, still, uh, I don't think that they are online. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah they, I... they they're not synchronized. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, they they have page, but it doesn't mean they are online there. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I exactly what you mean. And we provide that platform, but because we've in our when our in our app, we've actually architected right, like the way you as a user you experience what um, how you experience our app is so important, and we've architected for those intentional experiences. Um, and so every local spot in the neighborhoods that we're, we are in has a page on our platform, has a dedicated local page on our platform. Um, and so we, yeah, absolutely. I think how you, uh, how you framed it is correct. It's we're bringing a lot of these brick and mortar retail shops, having an online presence and where on Village's platform. Why? Because Village has facilitated for those conversations with repeat local customers. Um, so I think that's right. Mm -hmm. Repeat customers, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I think uh, it will be integral part uh, where like a like a customer, uh, what was the name? The customer relationship um, apps like CRMs, right? So where you have 
uh, the data about your customers and uh, you can, uh, whenever you have this data, uh, you can build a sustainable business. Like if you have data about your customers, basically, you can yeah. outreach them, you can notify them, et cetera. So it's right. for mostly for online businesses. But uh, what he's saying is, uh, is that if you make it, uh, if you connect the all, all these uh, o- uh, offline shops, then you're basically becoming also uh, as part like a, as a, uh, CRM, their CRM, basically. Yeah, that's right. We are becoming their CRM. Um, and what I think people, you know, especially the people that use Village like about that is, um, again, I think the ability to save and and essentially follow their favorite businesses, um, because these are places that they go to frequently. Um and yeah, and so I think um, you've kind of got the picture on that side of our platform, which I'm, I'm excited about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's amazing. So um, uh, how do you think, uh, what the, uh, like, uh, oh, by the way, it's already uh, uh, time. So uh, yeah, 30, uh, so two minutes left. Uh, we, I have another call. <laughs> Yeah, so no may, maybe we can continue our conversation. Uh, it's quite interesting. I usually uh, talk uh, longer if the yeah we so, can uh, we can continue at another time. That is that like mm-hmm. that works for you. And I'm glad you find Village fascinating. Yeah. It's quite a robust app, so I'm happy to yeah. happy to continue. Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe next time uh, you can even show me some demos. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. All right. All right. Uh, so, all right. Thank you then. Uh, so I have we'll to join later. another call. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.